Hey, you! Yes, you! There's a tsunami coming! What? A tsunami! There's a tsunami coming! It's imminent! Tell the other man! A tsunami? Coming now? God, God, what shall we do? Tell the other man over there! We need to warn the coast! Might be a bit late, what? Uh, don't they travel at nearly 600 miles per hour? Yes! Similar to the speed that my voice is reaching you! Someone lively! What? The speed of sound? No, not quite! I think the speed of sound is around 750 miles an hour over water at least! Still, I can see it behind me! It's approaching fast! So please, pass the message on to the next turtle! So, I tell the next man that a 600 mile per hour tsunami is travelling towards us and he's supposed to save us? Yes! Partially! He then shouts a warning to the next person, he shouts a warning to the next person, and so on! So we've got a bit of time then, what with the 150 mile per hour difference in speed? Well yes, I suppose a bit, but don't sit about, you must act now! Please, for all this holy fellow tsunami to the next lookout, it's almost upon me! It's a damn city system, this, but okay, I'll bet you we swap soon, what? Yes, there's a 40 meter high wall of water offering just above me, so for the last time, pass the message on to the tsunami's approaching line of speed, otherwise we'll have a Hello? Hello? Where the devil's he gone? Didn't even wave goodbye. Faces at the window, hovering above the country like a drone of fun, dropping 31 days of comedy directly into your ears. This is day one, so well done for starting at the beginning. Now take a moment to clean your ears thoroughly and then relax. This podcast has been forced on you by the following sponsors. New from Meconium Products, new baby smell in a can. Don't lose that intoxicating smell of babies. Spray liberally around your home, office or car and enjoy the fused fragrance of maternity wards, mild soap, clean towels and urine. Not suitable for topical use in case of ingestion you may turn into a baby. Available at all good creches. Which company reaches over a gillion homes a week? It has to be RDC. At the moment, we don't know what RDC really means, but if you want to be part of it, and if you are selected, then you, you, might be given a job. Not just distributing leaflets, but a crucial role in coming up with what the initials RDC mean. We, of course, have some ideas as to what those letters might stand for, honestly. Um, really desperate chicanery, rude door charade, and raging Dennis's captives. These are just thoughts. We hope that you will, if lucky enough to get this position, come up with something better. If you cannot, all your qualifications will be forfeit. Now then, don't be put off with any of this. Now listen to this. Apart from us trying to help you reach your potential, we want to help you help us reach our targets, distributing leaflets door to door. Listen to these genuine examples. Eric Outer, Rochdale. When I got this job, I couldn't believe my look. It's a dream job. Before, I just used to roam the streets searching for dogs. I still do that, but now I take a bundle of leaflets 
put them through people's letterboxes, and at the end of the week, I get a wage packet. At the moment, they are paying me in dog biscuits. They probably won't pay you in canine treats. I ask for them. Bellamy Isles, Cromer. Sometimes I've been beaten up by the men on my rounds. Sometimes I've been force-fed my satchel full of leaflets by extremely annoyed, unemployed people. Other days they leave me alone. I've been alone before. And I prefer to be beaten up. Keith Pipe, Lionbridge. The days can be very long as can the roads you walk up. But if you like never meeting people, save the occasional remark to a bean man, this job is first rate. Uh, one week, I had no contact whatsoever with anyone. This job's good like that. When it rains, it can get a bit annoying because all my pamphlets get stuck together. I haven't been given a hold all yet, so I have to carry them in my hands or in a hod. When I get back to the depot, I'm beaten up by the manager. He says he likes it. One more beating and he said he'll try and to locate some sort of hold dog to hold the leaflets in, but he also said not to get my hopes up. As I said, he says he likes it. I'm paid in thumps. Kelly Galaxies, Marianneth. The best thing about working for RDC is the diversity of the leaflets you deliver. One day you could be posting leaflets, promoting a fledgling gardening business. The next, you might have 5,000 leaflets advertising for someone to help a man called Arthur split atoms in his bedroom. One week later, I was walking along Park Road. I noticed a small mushroom cloud above number six, followed by a rush of wind and a parliament of Scotch locals running for their lives. Distributing leaflets certainly worked for Arthur. Philip Alien, Blythe. I get paid not quite nearly a pound for delivering 8,000 leaflets. It's a busy week as I have to work for 24 hours a day for seven days a week just to be able to pay for personal services at my local leaping academy. As I can't stop to get done by Barbara, she very often accompanies me on my travels up and down the roads of Redcar, pleasuring me as I go. I know it's not a very professional look, being philatelous as I go up people's drives, as it were. But when will I find the time otherwise? Dennis, the beaten man, says in almost 80 years I will be able to have an hour off, but that I must use it working down at the depot washing the evil stains, as he calls them, from his mind. Glenn Butt of Lewis, Beverly. There's an opportunist this job does have its perks. You'd be amazed how many people have a door unlocked or a window open. You really would. But you very small and slight, I can squeeze through the very smallest of gaps. It's been over me to get through a sliver of door left open by one of those chain things. You know, all people have them. Appear on a three-inch gap to make sure who's at the door isn't a maniac or, indeed, a tiny man. It slips through right under the nose and runs upstairs to find jewellery. You don't often find a good haul, but at the end of a busy week pretending to deliver leaflets, you can have a sizeable pot, which augments Dennis's beatings in his form of payment. Well, inspiring stuff, yes. I would suggest that if you're interested in robbery, voyeurism, black magic, beatings, and keeping an extremely low profile for virtually no payment, then get in touch now. Call 01760-795-420 and we can discuss your requirements and funeral arrangements. Just call. You're listening to Faces at the Window, day one, which is bound to be something of a collector's item. 
If you'd care to show your appreciation for this historical day, then you can at the following websites. Patreon, PayPal, or Crowdfunder. There may be a commemorative plate in it for you. There won't be. But we can give you a song, which is easier to keep clean. Dust is a silent killer. Yes? Hello, Mrs Chard. Is my uncle in? No, dear. I've not seen him for a while now. But I need to see him, you see. Well, I'm sorry, my little poppet. He went out one morning, ooh, sometime last spring, and I've I've not seen him since. Gosh, I wonder where he's got to. All I know is he left with a rather determined stride, muttering something about an olivaceous lovely, jumped in a hansom, and just like that, whoosh, he was gone. My uncle's gone away Disappeared into the blue Left no forwarding address So I feel blue He ran off with Mary Greeted with gasps of gosh and how dare he But I think it's something quite contrary Like he just got sick of the rain And it's been hard to placate my mother Over the whereabouts of her brother Perhaps he ran off with the other uncles I've never known To an island somewhere My uncle's gone away He was such a jolly man He had a lengthy catamaran And he used this euphemism to sail away Well, he found nature to wander to roam in Tomorrow I'll check the fields for groaning Perhaps he's turned a badger's home in To a set of his own he used to drive an oak-panelled Morris It would be mine one day, he'd promise Don't fancy my chances now if I'm honest As auntie is a cow She'll never like me My uncle's gone away Wherever has he gone? He was such an upright gent Always gave things up I never spent, where's he gone? We used to sit up late And watch the embers Dying on the fire Just him and I With his racist quips And the mugs of cocoa Stop the press, there was a knock this morning On the door while the house was snoring Sorry to say, I haven't been storing The ending you may have liked For a start it wasn't Uncle Arthur It was a man in all of the lava He was proclaiming he was my father And his documents proved him right As did his bearing So bugger my uncle Metaphorically this song's not about him anymore I just found out that I'm adopted The song is irrelevant and can get knotted Everybody involved should be garroted Including my bastard self Including my bastard self 
thought for the second. This is the Faces at the Window, still on day number one. Now, those listeners who enjoyed film critic Tony Advent's previous docudrama on the 1985 film Commando and its themes of positive masculinity titled I Don't Need the Gun, John, I Just Need a Hug, are sure to enjoy his latest feature regarding one of the most memorable film endings of all time. The year is 1947. The place, Hollywood. Movie-making siblings, the Bastard Brothers, are putting the finishing touches to the latest filmic masterpiece. Was it the cat or was it the wind? Producer Jack Bastard meets with his younger brother and director, Lou Bastard, to decide on the best way to end the movie. Rolling. You see, Lou, the ending needs oof. I think we need a loud noise, something like screeching or a thunderbolt or better yet, a bang. God damn it, Jack. Every damn time we make a movie, you're always with the rambunctious noises. I'm sick to death of it, you hear me? I want something more subdued. I want it to end with a sound like this. Good God, Lou. That sounds like just the sort of noise some pinko socialist would make. What the hell kind of sound is that to end a movie on? I'll tell you what it is. This movie ends not with a bang, but with a whimper. <gasps> Hollywood was about to be shaken to its very core with this new revolutionary ending. Film star Gloria Delafield, Gardner von Sherman, Tank Espresso, Bongo, Taint What You Do, It's The Way That You Do It, and that's what gets results. Smith, who starred in many Bastard United movies, including Destry Rides Onto a Landmine, All Noisy on the Eastern Front, and Police Academy Mission to Moscow, remembers Jack Bastard's very unusual way of working. My word, do I remember Jack? It was always about the loud noises with him. There was one time he ended a movie with me crashing an articulated lorry full of dynamite into a fireworks factory. This, all this, in a Charles Dickens adaptation. The brothers tried to reach a compromise, but to no avail. It doesn't have to be a bang. It can be any noise of streperous. A, a dog howling, a ringing bell. Why, I've heard of a very groundbreaking technique from Argentina. We are blowing through a paper bag, trap the air inside, get slapped, and it makes a pop sound. Anything but this feet noise that you want. Sorry, Jack, my mind's made up. I want it to end with a sound like this. God damn it, Lou! You're a communist! Eventually, it was then agreed that Lou would get his ending. Prominent film critic and writer Sir Horatio Sinjin Woodward left over curry from last night. My grandfather's clock was too large for the shelf, so it stood 90 years on the floor. It was taller by half than the old man himself, though it weighed not a penny weight more. It was bought on the morn of the day that he was born. It was always his treasure and private stop, sure never to go again when the old man died. Smith tells us why this ending was such a pivotal moment in American cinema. Oh, a wonderful, a marvellous twist. My brain did a backflip when I first saw it. 
We see Charlton Heston riding along a beach on horseback, having escaped from the apes. He then sees a large statue submerged in the sand, which we know to be the Statue of Liberty. It turns out he's been on Earth all this time, and he sinks to his knees and starts screaming, God damn you all to hell! What, what the hell are you talking about? I wanted to know your thoughts about the ending of the film. Was it the cat or was it the wind? Really? Oh, terribly sorry, dear boy. I thought you wanted to talk about the ending of The Planet of the Apes. No, no, I didn't. I really was quite specific. You know, I could have sworn at you. Well, I'm afraid I don't know anything about this film. So, you being here is just a big waste of time. Feel really bad now. Oh, well, you've got me for another ten minutes, dear boy. How about we talk about something else? Um, who's your favourite member of X-Men? Mine's Gambit. Really? Uh, you're supposed to be the world's biggest authority on cinema, and you want to talk about buddy superheroes? Fine. Mine's Wolverine. And turning back to you now, Gloria, what was, do you think, the cultural impact of the film ending with a whimper as opposed to a bang? I don't think anybody really gives a shit, sweetie. Um, there must have been some sort of reaction. Nope. I don't think anybody can one way or the other. God, please say there was. Sorry, honey. I give up. I've wasted my life. And money, making this sodding documentary. Would it help you, film, if I told you some stories about the stars I had sex with instead? Oh, yes. Yes, it would. Yes, please, tell me, who was the most famous person you did the nasty with? Leave nothing out. Well, there was this one time that Clark Gable and me were sat on a Ferris wheel and then we... Uh, and you did what? What did you do on the Ferris wheel with Clark Gable? Gloria? Gloria! Oh, bollocks, she's cocked it. And from one ending to another, that was Faces at the Window, day one. Day two will follow tomorrow. Is that not just a bit traditional? You can't fool around with numbers. That way lies chaos. Oh, okay. Provide, provide, the, the faces at the window.com